Happy Friday! And you better hope that I get this out on Friday, or that people are listening to it on Friday. Ooh, that's true. Shouldn't have dropped the F word. Yeah, never <laughs> drop the F word in the podcast. And also, Melissa Kavanaugh. Hello! Good to be back. And plain old Pete Mayo. Hi, everybody. Usually everyone has a hard time with my last name. They do? Yeah. Mm, I feel like I take the cake on that one. You do get the cake. And eat it. Yeah. But you know how I tell people to remember, remember my name? How? I tell them it's a hamburger with no mayonnaise. You tell them to hold the mayo. Oh. oh Here's the door. Get out. It works. You know what I tell them to remember my last name? What? Don't try. Uh, don't so try. You, you told me Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. Or Kikio. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. for like the, the mid, like the advanced users though, because yeah. I told you that I've been working here for like a so year. The noobs, the noobs, yeah. the noobs just don't. Just All right. Don't. Well, speaking of interesting last names, we have a guest on a little bit that has an interesting last name, and that is all I'm going to say. But it is two folks, fine folks from Expedia, and we're going to be talking about Rev Plus. So we'll introduce those in a little bit. But before we do, let's jump into the news. All right, well, my news item for this week is an article on Skift entitled Netflix and Streaming Video Are Replacing Hotel Pay-Per-View Entertainment. And I like this article mainly because I just got back from a trip up to Raleigh where I stayed at a Marriott. And when you first walked into the room, the TV was on and it was prompting you to enter your Netflix username and password so you can stream all your usual Netflix shows and your profile in the hotel. It wasn't asking for your, you know, watch pay-per-view or anything like that. It was really connecting you to your own digital life and profile. And that was really interesting. And I think it's a changing trend that is talked about in this Skift article where more and more hotels are kind of going away from the pay-per-click model and pay going, I'm sorry, the pay-per-view model. They're still staying with the pay-per-click model, which is very effective, <laughs> but pay-per-view is not so much anymore. Uh, and you're seeing more and more where, you know, in the case of Marriott, they're working on a system that allows their guests to cast their phone screens or tablets directly to the TV and make it more of a home-type environment. So this article is really interesting. It talks about what Marriott's doing, what different, you know, small properties, you know, one of the ones that you're a big fan of, Stuart Aloft, what they're doing to have people use their own devices in the hotel rooms mm -hmm. in lieu of a traditional, you know, pay-per-view type model. Yeah, this, this article is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's it's an indication of the changes in trends of how consumers consume information, media. But the other is that it means you did not listen to last week's podcast episode because Misha's talked about this as well. Yeah, she, well yeah, she recently had the Going to echo experience. my excitement like yours when you walk in and, oh, I can finish watching mm -hmm. The Office or, you know, continue watching it. And I think this is a deeper conversation um, and one that we'll talk about probably in a few episodes with a travel trend that we're seeing just with in-room technology in general and how hotels are really investing more in it, trying to make it a more natural fit, not a stuffy hotel fit, but like you're at home, you can relax, you can enjoy the same thing. So I feel like this is definitely a, a dive into a much deeper conversation. It's all about the experience and people have been moving this way 
for, for a while, you know, you look at a lot of our clients, they have DVD selections in the lobby that don't cost anything. So I think the revenue streams that maybe once were there from pay-per-view TV haven't been there for a while. I don't remember the last time I ever I paid for any kind of content in a hotel room. So I think they're looking to monetize people in a lot of different aspects, F&B and experiences on property through the amenities. But I think media, because of how we consume it now, it's fundamentally changed, and, and it, this makes a lot of sense to me. This this makes my stay, especially for a business traveler, when I go to a show, if I'm speaking at a, an event or if I'm at a trade show, and I go back to that, that room, having that comfort of the shows that I'm binge-watching right now could really improve my experience, make me happier in property, you know? It, it really will. One thing, I, if you're a hotel, is if you have this type of service, you want to step back, talk to your IT people, and make sure that you have the bandwidth necessary because if everybody is streaming you know, at your properties, sending it to the TVs, you want to make sure that you don't have a great service but you don't have the Wi-Fi bandwidth to back it up. Yeah, but I wonder if it has the opposite effect because if you think about it now, when a family of four goes to the hotel room, you've probably got two kids that are on some kind of device, probably streaming different things, and then the parents may be streaming something mm-hmm. and then checking their email, whatever. Does this focus multiple people into a single streaming device in there or potentially reduce your bandwidth? I don't know, maybe it does. But uh, yeah, I mean, regardless, you have to have top-notch bandwidth, yep. high-speed Wi-Fi today, you know? And this could be even another way for you to tier and monetize bandwidth by saying, you know, the TV is connected to our high speed. That's free, right? If you want your devices to connect, the low speed is free, but the high speed costs money. So mm-hmm. you could monetize it that way as well. This, this is really cool. I hope, you know, the hotels that I stay at in the future have Netflix ready to go because that'll make my experience a lot better. Absolutely. All right, what's next, Misha? I have an article from tnews.com entitled, Shopping Coming to Instagram, What This Means for Hotels and Travel Marketers. So the post-Facebook acquisition of Instagram has led to a much bigger push from the advertising side. So they've really tried to integrate their platform into Facebook to make it easier to use. They've really restructured some of the UI elements and are just trying to make it more user-friendly. And they're also really revamping and rethinking how advertising works on Instagram. It's obviously a very image-heavy platform and you know, trying to think about how you can turn that into money has been a little bit of a struggle, I think, on Facebook's end. But they are rolling out a new ad type, and the article also links out to an announcement from the Instagram team that has some really good videos on how these new ads are going to look and function. So if you're curious about that, definitely look at the actual videos. I think it does a much better job of demonstrating how these will function and how they look than I can portray via podcast. But the essential gist of it is that you'll look at the image on Instagram and you can click on the image and then there will be tags that pop up with the name of whatever that might be and a cost associated with it. And it makes it really easy to click on that, get more information about it, and then actually go through the funnel and purchase that product. The T-News article takes some interesting looks at how, from a hotel perspective, you can experiment with this and perhaps generate not only direct room bookings, but also 
some additional add-ons. So whether it's the restaurant on the property or if you partner with you know a local tour guide or whatever it might be, um, just taking a creative approach to this. I definitely don't think that this is something if you're just getting into social media advertising or social media in general, you would want to experiment with. But if you have a pretty robust presence on Facebook already, you're already familiar with Facebook ads, I think this might be something to look into and see if it makes sense for your particular demographic. Yeah, I'm a big fan of arbitrage, the, the, the notion that if you jump onto something early, t typically that price is lower than it's going to be when the market kind of bears out. So we've looked at, and we've talked about this in the past when, when AdWords first came out, when Facebook advertising first came out, even Twitter advertising, when those, those platforms first were launched, the folks that jumped on early and experimented with it were able to make decent money from it. You know, over time, maybe as more people come on, the competition increases, the cost goes up, maybe your return decreases. So I, I agree with you, Misha, in terms of don't do this if you haven't figured out the other stuff first. Have a great social um, presence first. But this is definitely something I would encourage people to try if they've got everything else sorted out already. For sure. And I think there's been, you know, a lot of doubt especially in hospitality, as to how you can make social media work for you from a generating revenue perspective. You know, it's definitely been proven in the top of the funnel as far as acquiring new customers, familiarizing them with your brand. But we have seen, you know, retail obviously makes a ton of money on social. It's a much, in many cases, a much shorter window to purchase. Retargeting is very effective. You know, in the travel space, there is a way to make it work for you. We do have clients that do see a decent amount of revenue coming in from either organic or paid social. You have to take a different approach to it and be smart about how you do it, but the money is there to be made. And I definitely agree that, you know, those who are savvy and get, get in while the getting's good, you can get a really good return before everybody starts doing it. Exactly. All right, what's next? Well, we have a teaser for next week. We will be talking about a Google survey that was done and released in October um, about how people use their phones for travel. And we've got a bunch of very interesting key takeaways, one of which is why people uninstall apps. And I was a little bit surprised at the number one answer. So stay tuned for next week to find yeah. out what that is. So we'll, we'll talk about it next week. And you can go online and get it now and download it and prep for, for the episode. But we'll break it down next week. And we'll, we'll kind of give our takeaways and the, the things you need to pay attention to from that. But yeah, so Melissa's going to be hard at work for the next several days putting together the notes for that episode. Well, so, we've never teased a podcast before. We have. We teased this one. Well, that's true. But I mean, I'm thinking about for, you know, something that the person can then come back to us and give us thoughts or things that they want us to talk about from that research. That's true. So yeah. if they read that research and they want to yeah. tweet us something. They have we can questions about it or they, they want to point out their insights. Yeah, they could hit us up on Twitter at Fuel Travel. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. My takeaway was that Pete didn't pay attention because he didn't remember that no, I knew we teased. I knew we teased this And then he didn't remember one. we had talked about Netflix. So. Yeah. Pete, are you not a fan of your own podcast? I am absolutely a fan of my own podcast. All right. I want you to listen to every episode five times <laughs> in preparation for next week's episode. All right, so here we go. This is... The portion where we're going to ask a bunch of questions to our esteemed guests. So without th further ado, I'd like to firstly introduce Zach Zeiger, who is a senior global product manager. And I've been told on good authority that Zeiger is not spelled the same, but it's pronounced like Tiger with a Z. So if you're ever unsure about how to pronounce his last name, it is Zeiger. I'm jealous. I wish my last name had like a, a clever tagline to make it easier. 
So, hey, Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, and then his esteemed colleague, and I have to give thanks to Jay for uh, setting this all up, but Jay is the marketing manager here in Myrtle Beach, and his last name is McLaren. So, Jay McLaren, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Um, I don't have the fancy last name, but uh, it's a pleasure <laughs> to be here. It's like took Lauren with an M. <laughs> All right, so we're here today. To, this episode, we're going to focus on the, one of the new products from Expedia, um, the Rev Plus product. And we've talked a lot on the show in the past about uh, the, you know, the battle that's going on, or the perceived battle related to direct bookings and who owns the guest, and you know, the the role that Expedia plays in the ecosystem. We feel is a really important role, and and I feel like sometimes Expedia gets misrepresented in what what it's trying to do in the marketplace. So. We'd love for you guys to address that a little bit today with this. You're talking about Rev Plus, but you know, in a broader sense, talking about what Expedia's plans are for the future as well, and how they're trying to develop better relationships with with your hotel partners as well. So, before we jump into questions about Rev Plus, Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your role is with Expedia, and then we'll do the same for Zach. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'll give you a little bit of my background as well, uh, because I do come from the hotel side of things. Um, I have just under 20 years of experience in the industry, um, with 15 years specifically working for independently owned and independently managed hotels um, in a lovely seasonal market of uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, So I've done everything from front desk to bellman to sales manager to director of sales, director of sales and marketing for some small properties, Um, been very involved in the ins and outs. And so I can say I know um, very well, let's say the pains that can be found, you know, working in highly seasonal markets, but ultimately the pains that go with, um, you know, ins and outs of, of working with independent properties. Um, my role within Expedia, especially in the Myrtle Beach market, is to you know, act as a consultant and kind of uh, be there to support for our partners and uh, you know, do everything I can to help them you know, enhance their exposure on our site and take advantage and learn about the tools that we offer to our partners. Awesome. Great. And then, Zach, what about you? What's your role there with Expedia? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's always a challenge for me to try to describe what, what a, a product manager actually does, so I'll, I'll do my best here. Um, you know, it's my job really to, to deeply understand um, what, what's going on with our partners, what their needs are, what their, what their pain points are, and then kind of where the rubber meets the road is I, I kind of take that back uh, to our design team, to our engineering team, um, and we really define, you know, what can we do to... Um, make things easier for our partners to do um, what they need to. Um, you know, it's, it sounds simple, uh, but, but the challenges our partners have are, are complex and, and we're always looking for opportunities uh, and ways that we can, we can help remove friction and, and make it easier for, for our hotel partners to, to do their jobs um, and, and grow their businesses. Yeah, and it seems to me like Expedia is definitely, you know, evolving. Obviously, it's primarily known as a, a distribution channel or a way to generate demand for the hotels. But it seems like with some of the products that are coming out and some of the changes Expedia is making, you're definitely looking to to become more of a, a true partner with the hotels and give them, whether it's data and insight that they can't get anywhere else or just tools that help them do their job more efficiently. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, you know, I think this this year marks uh, you know I, I think a, an exciting an exciting period of an evolution for Expedia and, and our and our lodging business. Uh, you know, we're we're transforming that. You know, as you said, to to really invest in in partnership uh, with our lodging partners, and and I think Rev Plus really represents kind of one of the big first steps in, uh, of that investment. Um, you know, I've met with over 75 different partners to talk about their revenue management process and workflow. I've learned that some of our partners spend one to three hours a day making price decisions. Um, you know, they're, they're going through a 45 step process at times to look at data from, from all sorts of places. Um, and that's, you know, that's really how, how the idea of Rev Plus came about um, is, is, you know, us looking at how can we help um, our partners grow, uh, which, you know, we, we know it's the only way that, that Expedia will continue to succeed um, is, is by making that investment and, and making sure that, that our partners are taken care of and, and their jobs are easier. Gotcha. So tell, you know, I, I don't think, you know, it's a fairly new product, so I don't think everyone's completely familiar with the components that make up Rev Plus. So you just want to kind of give us that top level overview of what Rev Plus is and the different tools within it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, Rev Plus, uh, is really born out of the fact that that pricing and demand are, are more dynamic than ever. Um, Expedia today processes more than a billion rate and inventory changes on a daily basis. Wow. Um, and and so officially we launched in September uh, Rev Plus uh, within our Expedia Partner Central Extranet. Uh, in a nutshell, it's a revenue management tool that helps um, our partners make smarter pricing decisions by offering real-time competitive set pricing, daily market demand forecasts, uh, and special events all in one place. Um, in terms of features, the, the primary view of Rev Plus is a 90-day price calendar with uh, what we're calling market alerts. And these market alerts help, help our uh, partner properties focus on the dates in the next 90 days that have significant market changes so they can stay on, stay on the pulse of the market uh, without having to, you know, as I said, go at all, all these different reports to kind of triangulate what's actually changing. Um, you know, and, and the goal of this this calendar is to, to give them the ability to quickly compare their lowest available price to the average competitive set price. Uh, and then our market demand forecast also um, changes daily. And so we let the partner know where those changes are in pricing among their competitors, as well as where, uh, um, where demand is changing. Uh, both across states as well as compared with with the prior year. Yeah, so I mean, it definitely sounds like you said earlier you, you're replacing a lot of what's done manually right now. Where people are looking at, you know, trying to gauge the competition and see where they're priced. And really, up until now, hotels, unless they're part of a group and have multiple properties in a destination, it's hard for them to gauge that demand number. It's something that uniquely you can provide to them. So. You know, are they finding that valuable, and, and which of those elements are, they, are you seeing utilized most with your partners? Yeah, I think um, primarily what we're seeing is is the interest in in what's going on with my competition. They're really interested uh, in, in knowing who's changing the rate. You know, how much are they changing the rate by? Trying to understand kind of where they fit in the competitive landscape in order to capture um, as much demand as they can. Um, you know, I'd say one of the things that we're seeing increased interest in is, is our, our market demand forecast, which we're, we're showing a market demand score. Um, and, and that's based on, a, you know, 
millions of Expedia transactions. Obviously, you know, not not necessarily by market, but um, we have a ton of, of of transactional information that is fact, and we use that to create a score uh, of demand uh, to give our partners a sense for what is going on in the market. Um, and then, you know, to help them understand what might be driving that, we're starting to add things like events. Um, you know, for example, in, in San Francisco, Dreamforce effectively sells out um, every room in San Francisco. And, and so if, if you went into Rev Plus, you'd see that our market demand score was a 100 on all the days of, of, of Dreamforce this year. And we're seeing, you know, the similar correlation um, in, in our other markets. That's neat. So. You know, there's a lot of products out on the market that claim to help with rate management and, and, and yielding and all that stuff. So what what do you feel like is Expedia's advantage? Where what sets you guys apart from the competition? Yeah, I think I think one of the main things is is Rev Plus is free. Um, you know, it's 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 something that uh, you know, it's not necessarily a feature, but what we learned is fifteen percent of of the the worldwide hotel market has a revenue management technology. That means eighty five percent of of the rest um, aren't using something uh, to their to benefit them and, and kind of optimize their business. Um, and as I said, we know that pricing is changing more than ever. Um, it's really a, a must have tool um, to understand what's going on in the market. Um, and and so I think one of the main differentiators there is that it's free. Uh, when we asked the the partners that do not have these these types of tools, forty percent of them said it's it's because of the cost. It's just too expensive, um, and so we saw that as a, a great opportunity um, for for partnership. Um, and that's again going back to kind of why we started. Um, so to better address you know what what else sets us apart in terms of features, um, we allow the the partner to select twenty competitors in their comp set to track. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that sometimes they're looking at that properties across town, maybe it's a, it's a different uh, you know quality of product, maybe it's a luxury product they're competing with some sometimes of the year. So it's it's pretty cool that they're able to go in and add up to twenty competitors and and follow them and see what's going on in the marketplace. That's awesome. So I mean, this is a free just if you're using Expedia for some of the other products, you get this out of the gate. So how how does one access it? Is it something that's already in their account by default, or do they need to request access to it somehow? Nope, not at all. That's that's the one of the one of the other uh, um, great things about Rev Plus being um, in Expedia Partner Central's extranet. It's right there in the menu. Um, currently, today, it's rolled out across the U.S. to all of our, our U.S. partners. Very soon, we'll be rolling out worldwide. Uh, hopefully, er, very early next year. Gotcha. So, how many how many partners do you have in the U.S. currently? Um, the number changes all the time, so I don't have a great number uh, to give you today. Gotcha. Um, so, what what do you feel like is the evolution of this product? I mean, obviously, it's only been out a few months. So, where what what are some things in the pipeline that we can look forward to, or is that super top secret? You know, uh, it, it it it's not necessarily top secret as much as it is. Uh, it's it's constantly evolving. Um, you know, the general feedback's been very positive so far. Uh, you know, which is sometimes scary for a product manager. You you know, you like to hear. What's not, you know, what's wrong? Just like a hotel partner wants to know if, if there's a party going on in one of their rooms, they want someone to call the front desk. Uh, that, that's, you know, it, this is my product, and just like our hotel partners, uh, you know, they're selling their product. Uh, you know, I want to know what's going on. So it's 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 a pleasant surprise that we're seeing a lot of very positive uh, feedback. Partners are asking for 
uh, more data. Uh, so, you know, I, I could see us going down the road of, of continuing to expand uh, how many days we're showing. Um, another thing uh, that, that our partners are asking for is more customization. They want to be able to kind of really tailor the tool uh, to their needs. Uh, so I see that that coming very soon. Uh, as well as is uh, asking for next action. You know, partners uh, like to see the information, but it's also good to to have some sort of suggested action. So yeah. I, would, I would expect that um, that's how it's going to evolve. Uh, you know, one thing I will say is is we react constantly to the feedback we're receiving. So for you partners out there that that have used it or are going to use it, please, there's a feedback link up in the corner. You know, if you don't see something the way you want to see it, uh, click that link and, and let us know. And, and we're I'm reading every single uh, submission. Uh, and the, the cool thing is, is our, our engineering team is excellent. They are releasing new features and optimizations two to three times a week right now, uh, which means that that we have a really uh, fast time to market to, to make the changes that, that our partners value. Awesome. So if, if a property listening to this wants to, to try out Rev Plus, what do they need to do? Um, I'd say step one, log into EPC, customize your competitive set. Uh, it's, it's called Market Watch uh, today, but, but it'll actually be changing to, to actually be the, the standard industry term of competitive set uh, to avoid any confusion. Uh, and then step two is is look for, you know, there's a market alert card. We'll let you know if there has been changes in your market. Uh, but in the menu under rates and inventory and reports, you can see a, a menu item for Rev Plus. Gotcha. And then for those people that are listening that, that don't quite get it or don't see the value yet, like what would you say to them to persuade them that this is something that's definitely worth checking out? You know, there's, a, there's another little feature that we have called a competitive price trends chart. Um, and what that does is it actually shows how prices have evolved over time. So it compares um, you know, your hotel's price to the average comp set price and how that's evolved. But you can also select individual competitors, the ones that you selected up to 20 in, in your competitive set or, or market watch. And you can see what your, you know, how your competitors have changed their rate over time for any given day. Uh, and that I think really, really helps uh, paint a picture of how dynamic the pricing is. You know, we see, um, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's a big number saying a billion price changes a day or, or inventory changes a day that we process. But, um, you know, in, in some markets we're seeing, you know, some properties are changing their price 10 times per day, right. uh, which is, which is something that, that even surprised me. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting good feedback from the product from our clients that are using it. So I definitely think not only does it save you time from that manual process, like we said earlier in the show, but it, it also gives you insight and, and, you know, knowledge that up until now has been really hard to get. So I think it helps you make smarter decisions as well. So I definitely would encourage everyone listening, if, if you already, you know, have a login to the Expedia Partner Center, then definitely log in and check it out. And, um, you know, I, th I think we'd love to hear your feedback as well. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fuel Travel and let us know if you're using it and what you think of it. And we can obviously pass that feedback on to, to Jay and Zach as well. So before Again, we before we shift gears from Rev Plus, is there anything else you'd like to say, guys? Well, Stuart, I'd love to add a little bit just because, you know, being in the market here, especially in Myrtle Beach, yeah. um, and with the product being fairly new, it's it's been you know of high interest to me um, to find out you know, and of course for Expedia to find out you know the experience our partners are having with Rev Plus, 
and uh, to the Myrtle Beach market specifically. You know, being a very independent, heavy market, you know, it's, it's a makes it really a great soundboard for uh, for Rev Plus. Um, and many of the partners here, you know, like we talked about earlier, really do not have the resources necessary or needed to, uh, you know, to really dig in, and, and they don't have the support that some of the brands may have that you may find in some larger um, markets like Atlanta and, and, and D.C. or New York. So, um, you know, to date, yeah, the response from our Myrtle Beach partners has been extremely positive. Um, many have highlighted the ease of use and, and really love the market alerts. Um, it's kind of hard to envision it without showing you a visual, but we do also have, uh, you know, these, these alerts that show up on your dashboard which you can click through that will take you right into Rev Plus as well. Um, our partners awesome. also love the market demand score. Um, and they found the ability to, to download the data into a, uh, you know Excel document allows them to also analyze deeper and even, you know, simplify incorporating it into, you know, their short-term and their long-term uh, strategic decisions. That's great. And kind of in short, you know, overall partners have really found it to be, you know, Kind of a great additional value to partnering with Expedia. Gotcha. So, so for the folks out there that are maybe a little technophobic and aren't the kind that just jump in and want to try a product, is their market manager? Would that be the appropriate person to reach out to to try to get more information or, or maybe more of a hands-on tutorial? Absolutely, absolutely. Reach out to your market manager, your local market manager. Um, you know, whether you're having you know issues locating it or want to just chat about it. Um, you know, we should be um, all at this point pretty fluent in Rev Plus. And uh, again, it is a fairly new product for us, but we are really excited about it. And um, you know, ultimately, if you need some assistance, your market manager is going to be there and we're very happy to help. Well, good. And we're excited about it too, not just because of the product and the value that it provides, but because it, it to us looks like a, a, a shift in a direction that we're big fans of from Expedia. You know, so uh, obviously the more hotels see Expedia as a partner and not as, you know, someone they're competing against, then I think that benefits the market, you know. So we're definitely encouraging everyone to check this out. It, it helps you manage your rates. It helps you maximize your profit and helps you get a competitive edge over the other folks in the market that aren't using the product. So we definitely encourage everyone to check it out. Yeah, you know, and I'd also add to that that, that this is something, you know, we're committed to investing in a, as a part from a partnership perspective, so uh, if it isn't what you know everything you want it to be today, try it out and then let us know what you want it to be because we're you know this is something that we're we are building uh, in the spirit of partnership um, you know for for our partners to to help them. Awesome. And Stuart, I'd love to add one other thing, and that's um, you know Zach had highlighted customizing your market watch, which you know effectively is your competitive set in the market. Um, there's some additional benefits that'll come to taking those steps. And that's you know, a lot of the common reports that market managers provide to our partners. Um, you know, it, it's changed names over the you know past couple of years, but sometimes we refer to it as the supplier report suite. Um, but it has reports such as a flash report, monthly stays, future production, book production, uh, booking trends, ultimately, when they customize their market watch, those reports will become much more relevant because they will actually use the information or the properties selected in their market watch as their competitive set. 
in those reports. Yeah, so the data is more relevant. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, you know, you can always find more by reaching out to your market manager. If you have questions specifically, you can reach out to us here at Fuel. Um, but before we let you guys go, I also wanted to touch on Jay. We first met through uh, an organization that you're heavily involved in, which is HSMAI. We, we've talked about them a lot on the show. It's the Hotel Sales Marketing Association International. And you kind of head up the South Carolina regional chapter of that. So you want to talk a little bit about that and, and how people can get involved in HSMI, MAI, what the, the benefits are, and then the events that you've got coming up as well? I sure will. I'll uh, you know, kind of touch base on the organization as a whole. You know, It's actually been around since 1927. Um, HSMAI is a global organization, and it really is uh, you know, made up of sales, marketing, and, and revenue management professionals in the hospitality industry. Um, ultimately, there's a, there's a focus on education, um, identifying and communicating trends in the hospitality with a, you know, an ultimate goal or drive to you know, fuel sales, optimize revenue, and inspire marketing um, within our membership. Um, there's about 7,000 members, um, covers 35 countries, and you know, there's, there's a regional board of directors, and then within those regions, there's geographic chapters, which is where the South Carolina chapter falls. Um, I've, I've had a lot of personal benefit out of it, um, Expedia, as, a, as an organization, also has a lot of um, our team are involved with HSMAI, as well as um, a lot of uh, the, you know, the partners um, throughout South Carolina. Um, I do sit on the board for the South Carolina chapter, and um, we do have a great event coming up, actually, week after next. Uh, on December the 14th, we'll be hosting our quarterly luncheon here in Myrtle Beach, uh, which will be at Ocean Creek Resort. Uh, from 11.30 to 2 p.m., and we will definitely have the pleasure of hearing Stuart and Misha um, with Fuel Travel, of course, which is exciting to, uh, to present a little bit on digital marketing trends. Um, it is a new chapter here in South Carolina, and we are doing our quarterly luncheons and or educational events in different cities. So I do know um, currently we're planning, if I remember correctly, uh, I believe an April event in Charleston, uh, but we'll be doing five events um, going into 2017. And ultimately, you know, we are still trying to grow the chapter. Um, and a lot of our events right now are free for first time HSMAI event attendees. Um, they are also free for HSMAI event members, um, excuse me, members. And for non-members, you know, we're, we are looking at a $50 um, fee for the luncheons and participating. Uh, but ultimately, if you're interested in learning more about HSMAI, um, you can go to hsmai.org. And uh, there they can kind of highlight the benefits of membership. Um, and then, you know, you can also easily... If you're interested and you're in the Myrtle Beach market, we'd love to have you at the event at Ocean Creek. Um, I think the easiest way to look at us or to find that is to Google HSMAI South Carolina, and it'll take you right to our homepage, and you can click on the invite, which uh, kind of jumps off the screen in red. Um, really looking forward to the event. Um, they've been really successful here in Myrtle Beach in the past. We've had some of the highest attendance, um, but ultimately it, it is a great organization and I highly suggest it whether you're a GM, you're a sales director, you're a marketing director, 
you're a revenue director, um, it is a great organization to get involved with. Lots of opportunities to you know, pursue and drive your career in great paths. Yeah, and we'll link to that too, Jay, on these podcast notes. So if you go to fueltravel.com slash podcast and click on episode 33, there'll be a link right there that, that links not only to the hsmai.org site, but also to the information on the, the upcoming event. But, you know, beyond just the events, and, and I, I do see there's a lot of value there, obviously, with the networking and collaboration and, and knowledge sharing that happens there. But also on the HSMAI website, there's a lot of great resources and, and courses that you can take as a professional in the hospitality industry that will just help you do a better job and help open doors for you, you know, to, to improve your career. So it is a great organization. They do a lot of local meetings like Jay's talking about, but they also have a lot of national events. I think there's one coming up, the Direct Marketing Conference in February of next year. So that it, it is a good organization, definitely something worth checking out um, if you're interested in the hospitality industry, which I'm hoping you are because you're listening to this podcast. Anyway. I thought they just listened because we're hilarious. Maybe. And I think some listen for our comedy genius, but most mm. listen for the hospitality Maybe. tips and tricks. Maybe. We'll do a poll. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Let us know on Twitter at Fuel Travel <laughs> if it's comedy genius or meaningful substance. We'll see who wins. Hey, maybe, maybe we should also have a contest to see if they can have better rhyming last names than. There you go. Zyger I, I yeah. think Zyger Tiger wins so far. Bokikia, we're trying to find. Yeah. One. If anybody has any suggestions for any way to make Bokikio easier to understand, like something that rhymes with that, please let me know. I'd love to add it to my Twitter profile. <laughs> Well, guys, I've really enjoyed learning today about Rev Plus, and, and um, you know, I'd love to have you back on the show at another point when you guys have more products to talk about. But uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're very thanks, welcome. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. So there you have it, guys. We had our first guest. I felt like it went really well, and um, hopefully you at home did as well, and we'd love to hear your feedback. You can get the show notes from fueltravel.com slash podcast. Click on episode 33. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fuel Travel. And guys, where can they find you on the web? Pete. They can find me on Twitter at P DeMaio, P D I M A I O. Melissa. On Twitter at Ma Cavanaugh, M A K A B A N A G H. And Misha. You can find me at Marketing Misha, as at Marketing M E I S H A. Can you believe, guys, 33 episodes? This is episode 33. 33, that's Larry Bird's number, you know. Yeah, that's the number at the bottom of the can of Rolling Rock or bottle of Rolling Rock. You have anything interesting to say about that? You know, that is two less than 35. It is. You're correct. Not interesting, but a fact. This is always true. So congratulations on math. It (laughs) seems like the high school education system in Mississippi has done you proud. It's better than a lot of people expect. Yeah. You can do simple rudimentary first grade math. Counting by twos is a big deal. It is. And subtracting. Yeah. Hey. It's high level stuff. I went to college. Come on. Give me a little credit. This is true. Until next time, you have been listening to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. Man, 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 man.